0: And welcome to the Eagle's Nest Podcast. A special well, it's not special, it just happens to fall on Valentine's Day. So it's our special Valentine's Day episode. I'm Bob Allersmeyer, and I'm here with Hello Felice. Felice. Have you done anything exciting for Valentine's Day not already? So far. Not so far. It's early.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you miss the elementary schools when you used to do the card exchanges and the candies and things like that? Yeah. That was really fun. Favorite candy? What's your favorite candy?
1: Gummy bears, probably. Gummy
0: bears? Yeah. Like, anything gummy?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. See, I remember, uh, gummy worms. Oh, yeah. you remember those? And I'm like, those just... It's fine. Have you ever had Swedish fish? Yeah,
1: it's kind of just,
0: like, See, bears. that's what I think. I don't think they're good, but my daughter likes them. I'm like, but there's, like, nothing to it. How's your year going? Pretty good. Yeah? Tell me about it. What's good about it?
1: Um, well, my dad started his new business. So it really fun to be that kind of
0: person. Yeah? And what does he do?
1: He's a functional fitness trainer.
0: What does that mean?
1: Well, so like at the normal gym, you know how everybody's lifting weights and stuff, trying to get more muscle. Well, he teaches people just to be able to be in shape and also to use the muscles that you would use every day. Okay,
0: so, so not a lot of like weight lifting?
1: No, I mean there are weights involved, there are weights. but you do, like, are you familiar with the ropes? Ropes, so, like, doing the yeah. arms? Yeah, so yeah. It, like it strengthens, strengthens your shoulders and stuff like that the things that you use every day.
0: Okay, does he develop, um, I mean, do, do people go there, athletes, wanting to get better, or is it just for the common person? Do you guys um, have so a better I life? We're
1: just doing it for the common person. But, I mean, I have gone there to try to get better at track and cross-country, and he actually helped my brother a lot with his wrestling in high school
0: so. Okay. So you like to run?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Distances? Since I heard cross-country.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, track, I like more of the, I guess you would call it. Like so 800.
0: 400, 800? Yeah. And stuff like that? You ever get into the sprints? Or do you just like... No. You no, know, you just... You need a longer distance to really excel. Yeah. Is this something you want to keep doing in high school? You Definitely
1: think? in high school. I don't know about college, though. Oh, uh, you. Yeah. Just
0: yeah, slow it down. Just focus. Freshman year coming up, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, are you excited about high school? Are you nervous about high school?
1: I think I'm more nervous than excited.
0: What are you nervous about?
1: Um, well, just all the new classes because I'm already so busy now. and I mean, high school everything's like up a little bit. At least mm-hmm. that's what everybody's been telling me for basically my whole life. Just. This is preparing you
0: for high school. So. Right. Yeah. And each grade should be upping it a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. You know yeah.
0: what I mean? And, and so even if it was 9th to 10th or 10th to 11th, it should be a little bit more expectation, you know, to, to help develop and help you grow. And so that when you're gone, you're gone, you know, after 12th and you're on your yeah. own. And so it's to prepare you for, if it's college, great. If it's for a technical position somewhere, you know, but just prepare you for the world and it, it's hard to say an eighth grade would be ready for the world right now and so there's still some development you know um what courses are you excited about taking because you have so many options in high school you know electives and and really even the core classes you know certain sciences you know what, what excites you
1: um i'm definitely excited about taking photography okay um, that's one of my electives that i signed up for I know it's a long ways away, but in 11th grade, I get to take a sociology class. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to that, if I'm still interested in
0: that. Just the study of people, Mm -hmm. culture, and stuff like that? Yeah. What do you want to do? Do you have any idea post high school? Like, we know we don't want to be necessarily committing to running in college, but is college in the cards for you?
1: Definitely. Definitely?
0: Yeah. Uh, What do you want to study? Where do you want to go?
1: My dad really wants me to go to Grace College just because I'd be able to study the Bible. But I mean, that that would be really fun. But I'm looking more towards like um, Indiana University.
0: Mm. I love Indiana. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I spent two years down there. I love it. Yeah, that's good. And you want to study a degree in what?
1: Well, I've always looked towards the medical field. Okay. But I'm not sure about that.
0: Okay. There's a lot you can do in the medical field. Right.
1: Yeah, that's why I say medical field because I'm not sure you
0: want to help people.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So
0: So that's something that's important to you.
1: And I've always traveled a lot, so I think Doctors Without Borders or just being able to go to foreign countries
0: would be. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever done any? um, Sounds like you're religious, since you want Mm -hmm. to study the Bible or your dad wants you to. um, Have you ever done any mission work or taken any trips to? I, like my church talks about, you know, they go down to you know Alabama and help build poor houses and fix them up, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Or they send relief to Haiti, you know, after the you know the hurricanes or the earthquakes, you know, that type of thing. Have you had any exposure to that?
1: Uh, yeah. So when I was little, my dad was already a missionary, and so he was a pastor, and then. We moved to El Salvador, and oh, wow. I was there. Oh, wow. And we spent five years. Now. Five
0: years in, uh, yeah, in Central, Central America.
1: America.
0: Yeah. How old were you at that point?
1: Well, I mean, we went back and forth because you have to go back to America to get some basic training again. Or, like, just be back home and study some more. And then you go back. So it was, like, every other year till uh, third grade. Wow. Yeah.
0: How was that? In just, and it was in Columbia City. So when you came back, you were in Columbia City. No, then? When I
1: came back. I was in Montana.
0: Montana. Mm-hmm. You've been all over.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, we gotta get into this. Um, first of all, uh, so how old were you when you were down there, kindergartenish? Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Or
0: do you remember much about it?
1: Yeah, it's weird because like when I think of third grade and stuff, I think they're so little. Mm. But like when I was down there, I felt really old. Really. Yeah, because like I was doing so many things, and then I helped my dad translate and stuff like that. So, I mean, I just felt older, I guess. Yeah,
0: there was more expected of you <laughs> at that point. What do you think you learned? What life lessons did you learn going down there at that such an age?
1: Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because we. I, mean, I don't know where everything was learned just because uh, we moved back from Montana, and I got to be spend a lot of time in the church there. Okay. But um, I'm not sure. Not That's sure? a hard question. I've never it thought is. about that before. No, it is, and
0: I think if you went down there now, I mean, just with your, you know, your your intelligence and your people skills, I think you could do a, a lot of good. You know, and you'd be able to remember it, and, and um, you know, impressionable age to pique your interest. You yeah. know, but I can see how helping people, if you were, you know, seeing the, you know. Um, Know, the youngins down there, and wanting <laughs> yeah. to help them in any way you can. Um, you said you translated for your dad,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: you have you like, was it Spanish, right? Yeah, so it's Have you? Do you have much experience with Spanish since then?
1: Not since. then, no, not, <laughs> no. Do you want
0: to pick that back up?
1: Yeah, I'm taking a Spanish off
0: in high school. Okay, good. You'll take a couple of years of that.
1: Yeah.
0: Nice, nice. Um, Montana. What was that like?
1: Um, deserted. Yeah. <laughs> just because. I mean, it's such a big country, country. it's such a big state, mm-hmm. and there aren't very many people there, and we lived in such a small town. So, I mean, I knew everybody. And it was really fun. It's, it's a whole different atmosphere from going to El Salvador and Columbia City.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. So, you moved here from Montana. hmm At what age, what grade?
1: Um, it was the summer of my third grade year, going into fourth grade.
0: Fourth grade, okay. All right. And so when you came here, um, was there a culture shock? Did Columbia City seem so big compared to what you came from?
1: Yeah, kinda. I mean, there was because I went to school where high school and middle school and elementary school and like preschool were all in one, one building. building, and like there weren't more than twenty kids in a class. And then there were three classes in my school mm-hmm. with, like, 30 kids
0: in there. It wow. it's insane. So then when you come here and you're, like, looking around and all the noise and the swarming yeah. down to lunch, and you're like, oh, yeah. wow, I could totally see how that would be. I don't know, culture shock, but just different from what you were used to. Very different. Um, you got used to it, though, mm-hmm. right? Um, high school's going to be a little bit bigger, you yes. know? It, but, but realistically, class size, I mean, it's just you guys that are here getting added and then they subtract the seniors because they're gone. So, you know, it's probably, I don't know enrollment size, but I would imagine it's similar to this school plus another couple hundred, Yeah. you know, Um, and you'd be all spread around and doing things. Uh, Does it make you nervous at all to take classes with kids that are going to be older than you?
1: No, I like that because I get to be challenged more and I get to learn from them. Good.
0: That's the way to look at it. Very much so. You can learn a lot from people that have already gone through it. Um, I always think that you can learn from uh, just others modeling the behavior, whether it's a negative or positive. I can learn a lot, but I am not going to do it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to repeat the mistake. You can let them do it. You know? Um, but oh, that seems to work for them. Oh, I see how they're studying, and then you can try to copy that into and see if it works for you. You know? Um, Good, Montana, El Salvador. I didn't think we were going to go that direction. That's good. (laughs) Um, You going to miss middle school at all? You going to miss Indian Springs?
1: Yeah, because I find myself missing elementary school.
0: So even now, (laughs) yeah. What do you miss about elementary school?
1: My teachers, probably, and the classes because everything's so much different here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many different teachers
0: instead of just one. Yeah. Other than when you went to art or music, uh, where'd you go to elementary? Northern Heights. Northern Heights. Who's your teacher of uh, favorite teacher back then, or any teachers any that helped mold who you are?
1: Um, probably Mr. Engelberg.
0: Okay, and why?
1: Um, I don't know. He was. He was very nice, but he was also had a strict aspect to his classroom, so everything stayed under control, and he liked to tell us stories, and he um, was really helpful in teaching me math because I'm not very good at that, mm-hmm. but um, I've always tried to go like, my hardest at it since I've always fought behind a little bit, yeah. um, so he was really helpful in helping me excel in math.
0: That's great. Yeah, I, I think, uh, as you know me, I think discipline's very important yeah. in a classroom to, just to... And especially what I'm finding out at this age, you know, if there isn't that structure, it can kind of, you know, snowball and get away. And so I can't imagine at the elementary school level what that would be like. You know, when I've always gone to parent teacher conferences for my kids, and I have a sixth grader and a ninth grader, and I always went even back in elementary school and they found out I was a teacher of high school where I had seniors. And they were like, oh, how, oh, I don't know how you can do that with. 18 year olds, and just it would drive me nuts. I said, I don't know how you handle first grade, you know, just the noise. And but the kids, I always the one thing I really liked about going and like uh, uh, just helping out in his classroom when I could or my daughter's classroom just the joy on the elementary school kids' faces almost every day, no matter if it was a Friday end of the week or Monday or before or after, they were just always happy, you know what I mean. Um, And when I got up to, you know, high school, you know, there isn't that much happiness. (laughs) You know, they're just so focused or so busy. And um, life has just changed a little bit. In middle school, I can still see some of that with some of the, some people still, they're happy every day. I'm like, great. I hope they can keep that. You know (laughs) what I mean? I hope that they can keep that going forward. Um, What advice would you give? 6th graders, 7th graders, about how to be successful here in Indian Springs?
1: Um, basically, just do what you're told if you want good grades and stuff like that. Because they really say, if you just turn in your homework, you're going to do it. So you just need to stay focused and do everything. But also, if you really want to like enjoy everything and be successful, I'd say definitely try to like, savor it almost, just because it's going to go by really fast. Even it feels like, because to me, it always felt like it was going by so fast, but then at the end of the year, I'm always like, oh my gosh, that went by really fast. Yeah. And so, and I don't know, just enjoying it.
0: Yeah, as a sixth grader, just the new kids, you know, just probably trying to survive, and then realize, oh, you year like went quick. Yeah. And then seventh, okay, so it's not so bad. So about halfway through the year, you know, you're like, I'm halfway through middle school. And I just got here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd still have that newness. And then, Boom! It's eighth grade, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm done." I
1: know. And it yeah. feels
0: like you were barely here, but it has been three years. Um, people will tell you high school goes fast. The first year or two probably won't feel it, but okay. before you know it, when you're a junior, senior, and you're on that you're an upperclassman, wow, it did go quick. You know, time time flies. I mean, that's why there's that cliche, yeah. and it, it's just it's insane. Um, what was one of the biggest changes that you noticed coming from elementary school to middle school?
1: Um, My friends, like hmm. the way I challenged myself socially, just because I had my one friend, Ava, um, and then um, we had a couple other friends, but they weren't really close, and then we were on separate sides in sixth grade, and so... Okay. Like stars just, and eagles, yeah, different teams. Eagles, yeah, so we were on different teams. and then. I only had one other friend that I wasn't super close with, so I just had to like look around and try and just challenge myself to be more interactive with people. Was that easy? Oh no. No? no.
0: You stumble with that? Do you still struggle? Do you feel like you've overcome it?
1: Um, I'm definitely not as shy as I used to be, even though some of my teachers still say and you just speak up and stuff in class. But um, I talk more than I used to and stuff like that around people that I don't know as well. Just because yeah. they put us in different groups who, with people we don't know. I mean, I've done that so much now that it's just... I mean, I don't know you, but I could get to know you if we mm-hmm. just talked a little
0: bit. Yeah, that, that's a great way to think about it, because real world, almost mm-hmm. any job you have, you have to interact with people, right? And uh, unless you're like a YouTuber and then you just do your own you know, <laughs> stuff, but... Um, Yeah, so you're going to have to work with people of varying uh, abilities and work ethics and no matter what, you are still responsible for your performance and so sometimes you got to pick up the slack, sometimes you got to play a different role and motivate people. Maybe there's going to be somebody even more motivated than you and they take charge and you just have to follow and help and guide, you know what I mean? So, and especially if you're going into medicine, you know, whether that's doctor, nurse, uh, you said um, sociology, so study of people, maybe therapist. I don't know, you gotta you're gonna have to deal with other individuals and just talking is a big thing. And you know what I noticed and I don't wanna I want to hear you and not me so much, but um, listening is such an important trait in anything. You know, uh, as an actor, acting isn't about your performance always, it's about what are you doing when the other person's acting. You need to be listening. Not sitting there waiting for them. Okay, when they stop talking, I'm going to say my line now. No, you have to listen and get into that story. You know, and so just listening to people in your group, new friends, other people, I think is a good trait. So that's where I could see how somebody could say you're shy just because you're 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 quieter. You're not bombastic and loud.
1: Like Kevin,
0: <laughs> you said I didn't say that name. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, I think that that's important because you're still observing,
1: mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, it's
0: possible for the louder kids to still observe, but it's easier for you to sit back and glean something from them. You know what I mean? And then you can use that for your future conversations. Um, so uh, you like to run. Do you like to watch sports at all? Do you participate growing up in other sports?
1: Um, well, I mean, I manage for the wrestling team. So. Right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you
0: done that before? Is this the first time?
1: Uh, seventh grade, I did it.
0: Okay. What What does that entail for your job? Um,
1: It's pretty easy. It's just a little uh, frustrating, because some of the wrestlers ask. Not a lot of us, but they just, um, they're always asking for the lineup and stuff. I don't know if you know, just because we have the book, and we keep it okay. during the wrestling matches, and we're just keeping time and making sure that the points are on uh, the scoreboard and on our book and then how they got those points and then we also just enter things into the computer it's fairly simple it's just a little bit more multitasking, which I'm not that great at so I find it a little bit more challenging than it probably should be
0: you're learning though yeah you know and if it was just so easy that you were bored I mean Mm -hmm. you're learning something brand new did you have any exposure to wrestling before?
1: Yeah, I actually wrestled, when I was really Did you really? Running. Yeah, in Montana. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Do you miss it? Every now and then, yeah. when I see my brothers go out and wrestle, they always, they make it look so easy. <laughs> and then I wrestle them at home, like just for fun to mm-hmm. play with them. And it's a lot harder than it looks, but it's so fun just because it's so challenging in you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that'd be great to find something that challenge in your. I guess running might get that, that personal challenge. But yeah. like something about competing against somebody, you know, hand-to-hand combat or whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because running, you're like, I'm just going to be faster than a person, and that's still competing. Um, is there some other sport or outlet that you can tap into that, the memories of what you enjoyed with wrestling that you can do now?
1: Mm, I don't know. I'm not very like coordinated, so it's a little bit harder for me to see myself doing a lot of sports. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I played soccer when I was little. Okay. But, I don't know. I guess because I had like a minor injury when I did it, and to you me know, that was like a big deal because I was like not even first grade, and then right. I just kind of shied away from it. And because you can get hurt. It. Yeah. So
0: then you're exactly. paralyzed with fear. Yeah. Mm. So soccer, wrestling, and now we're just running.
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. That's Definitely good. just sticking to running.
0: Do you like watching sports? Yeah. What do you like to watch? Who's your team?
1: Um, I like watching like, the Olympic mm. um, stuff like that.
0: That's coming up this, uh, this summer.
1: Yeah.
0: It's going to be weird not seeing Michael Phelps swim.
1: I don't really watch this
0: one. Oh, you don't watch swimming? No. No, he was just the uh, greatest Olympian ever and so they're they're just this i guess the last four olympics you know it was just amazing to see you know him coming back because a lot of times you only see people one olympics because that's at their peak of physical mobility and then they're replaced with somebody else so to see one person keep coming back and coming back and still dominate the world it was fantastic yeah but i love how it takes away from michael you know other people um just common people that, that you don't know, and then they become celebrities based on the stories that they yeah. do. So what events do you like to watch?
1: I like to watch, um, of course I like to watch wrestling like the Big Ten, mm-hmm. but then I've always been so interested in gymnastics because my cousin does it, and my sister's in Tumblr classes and stuff. Okay. So it's very really cool to see that. And then, I don't know, it's basically, and of course the running events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. i like the track and field and the sprints and things like that so crazy to see how
1: fast they go
0: yeah compared to like middle school level oh come on <laughs> middle school level versus an olympian night and day I,
1: know. I was just
0: watching a clip i think i came across some social media platform where they were showing jesse owens the runner you know who ran against uh in berlin with hitler watching he defeated you know these these germans and it was just such a groundbreaking thing, and being the first African American, you know, the big time, um, you know, athlete that just grasped the world. But just watching him run, he had a unique run with his arms, and I'm like watching. him like, okay, I think Usain Bolt would smoke this race, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But of course, times have changed. It's decades upon decades upon decades coming up, hundred years almost, and uh, just a training is different. It's like could Babe Ruth. Survive in nowadays, you know, being so out of shape, overweight, slow swing, you know, heavy back. He'd have to change. You know what okay. I mean, or he'd get left behind. Um, you like music? You like movies?
1: Um. Yeah, I kind of get bored during movies. It always gets to make fun of me because when I watch the movie, I'm always like playing with my hair and just it's commenting. Hard, it's on It's hard it all for the time you to
0: sit still and just.
1: For some reason, yeah. For like whenever I'm alone and watching a movie. I guess that kind of sounds sad, but no, no, no. like if I, I was just like, it's easier just because I'm not with somebody. But then, whenever I go to a friend's house or with them with my family, I'm always fidgeting and talking about the movie, and I always get told to shop for weeks. So
0: you're the talker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I find myself talking sometimes, but I usually my kids will start talking like guys. This might be a silly question because I think I know the answer. Since we talked about Star Wars a moment ago, Star Wars or Harry Potter?
1: Star Wars. Really? Yeah, I've never seen Harry Potter. Just like that. that won't let me. He won't let you. No, the witchcraft or whatever. Oh. Know, something about it, but I it also doesn't sound that great anyway.
0: I understand. I no, I remember that controversy, mm-hmm. especially with the the first. Well, throughout all of them, there's the you know wizarding spells right. and things like that. So. Have you seen Star Wars movies then? you see mm-hmm. all of them? Are you excited by it, or are you like, yeah, I can watch them?
1: Um, I don't know, everybody, like not everybody, but girls in my grade, they're like, Star Wars, really? I mean, I think it's a cool plot and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's really creative, just because there's that where they're going to different planets and yeah. all of that. And it's just the
0: imagination of it yeah, all.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'm captivated by that. Okay. Um, and I have seen all of them because my brothers and my dad talk about it. Now and again, and I really want to know what they're talking about. Yeah. So I sat down and I watched like the first three movies with them.
0: That's great. Yeah, the original trilogy from before, way before you were born, and one of them before I was born. It's that long ago. Um, you know, they just during my lifetime, it always had the stigma of being just for boys. Right. You know what I mean? Just just nerd boys or whatever, and and I never really got that, but I know that there weren't a lot of strong women role models in those movies. It was Princess Leia. Yeah, you know, but Princess Leia, she she could talk a big game, but she always had to be rescued. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so now with the newer movies, the last three episodes, and even the Rogue uh, Rogue One, you know, they're all female leads, and they don't need some prince to save them. You know, some Disney princess who needs Prince Charming to come, and they do it all on their own. They're intelligent. They're just action-packed individuals. I just think, I think. Women, I mean, it, it's like a Katniss in The Hunger Games. You know, it's yeah. they're good role models for young girls and grown-up women to see. Star Wars it isn't about boys; they can enjoy these stories. Yeah. You know, so I just really like that, and I like how it's changed. And so, um, people who say it's just for boys, I'm like, but it's not. <laughs> kind of was, but it's evolved. You know, it's, so that's change. Um, so I've heard you say brothers and sisters. Give us the rundown in ages. Where are you at in the?
1: So I'm second oldest. Okay. I have an older brother. He's 16. He's a junior. And then a younger brother. He's in sixth grade and he's 12. And then a younger sister, who's in fourth grade, and she's nine. So
0: fourth, sixth, you, and a junior? Mm-hmm. So you've kind of experienced Columbia City High School then Yeah. through him. Yeah. So do you think that that is going to make it easier for you? And in what way?
1: Um, he doesn't tell me much about it. Just out
0: of being a big brother and not more. Yeah, fashion.
1: also because, I don't know, he just, he's, I mean, he's smart, but he doesn't make as big a deal out of grades and stuff probably as I do. So it's just like, yeah, you get it done, whatever. I mean, it's not that hard for you. Mm. But like, I was going to it, and I'm like, but you have to do this and this and this. Isn't that hard? It's like, well, I mean, it. like, you just do it. You
0: just do it.
1: Yeah,
0: he, I mean, he doesn't I doesn't that. much about it Yeah. Yeah, and everybody is, is different. You know, um, uh, my two kids, you know, uh, this is first year, sixth grade, then my son's really getting grades, and I've never seen my kids doing homework, but they're all doing really well with their grades. Yeah. You know, so they're either getting it done at school or on the bus. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm just like, I can't tell how hard school is for uh, them if they're struggling, if they're – because. They're getting stuff turned in, for the most part. My daughter slides a little bit here or there. <laughs> but, um, I, and I tell them, I said, I don't care about what your grades are. I truly don't. As long as you are working the hardest you can for it. And I don't mean you have to stay up 40 hours to get something done. But did you make a good effort? you got to be fine. you got to see on this assignment, was that the best you can do?
1: Right.
0: You know what right. I mean? And if it was, OK. I accept that. Because real world, you're not always going to get A's. You know what I mean? More than likely, I mean job performance, and you still strive for that. But you're going to come in contact with people who don't value you for what you think you are worth. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when it comes to pay or raises, and you're like, I deserve this, but you're going to have to argue for that because they may not see that. So, um, what do you think? Um, what do you think? I, I'm going to ask this both ways. What do you think your biggest successes, where you were just like? I don't know, intimidated or whatever, but you went for something and you got it. You just succeeded. It could be a, this massive test. You could oh, you say math has been a struggle. What do you think? It doesn't have to be school related either. It's just because I'm going to ask for the really failure a as well.
1: Broad question. It is. What?
0: what do you, what's one thing that you're like really proud of your success in something?
1: Track definitely. I'm really proud of how far I've come. Just because like my mile in fifth grade was in like 8 30 something, and I got fourth out of the whole grade. Mm-hmm. And then um, we went to sixth grade, and I did cross country. And like my first mile time, the thing lagged during when I was running the whole race was like seven minutes. and I almost started crying, wow. like I was so happy. Yeah. And now I've improved a whole other minute, and I'm in the six minutes. So definitely just improving the track.
0: Congratulations! Yeah, you know, it's that's awesome. Yeah, just the work ethic. Um, I remember. Uh, I went out for football, whatever grade that was, 6th, 7th, and I was there for one practice. <laughs> and it was just all these boys, and we're waiting for the coach, and they just kept hitting each other and you know tackling. And oh. so I'm like, all right, I just want to throw. I was a baseball pitcher. Okay. I just want to throw or, or run because I was kind of fast. And at some point, the, a cross-country coach found me and said, hey, I'd really like for you to come out to cross-country because I had done well on my miles. and." gym class. And so I ran cross country then for a couple years. But I know exactly what you mean. Just you start getting personal bests, you know, personal record, PRs and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's your biggest failure? What's something like, ooh, that did not go well?
1: Um, I really don't know. Just anything that I've probably given up too early on. Like what? Well, I went out for softball in fifth grade, and I really had a lot of fun within track was the next year, and I really wanted to do track, and I think I just, I gave up too easily, and I didn't try and go after that, and I don't know, now I'd say wrestling just because, I don't know, it's like every other day I want to do wrestling, yeah. and then I'm like, no, that's so dumb, <laughs> but just like, I don't know, just doing things that I gave up to early on definitely.
0: Yeah. No, I totally get that. I should have stuck with the piano. I think I would have liked that. You know, yeah. I did a handful of years, but never really cared you know, enough to keep practicing and keep going, and you know, get distract- distracted by something else, something shiny maybe. I don't know, <laughs> but just I wanted to uh, do other things. And I, I regret that, because I like to act in musicals, and I think that that could have helped me at an earlier age if I stayed musically in class. Because I did band you know, middle school and high school, but wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, what do you think your favorite word is?
1: My favorite word? Yeah,
0: I got a few questions here that I've been asking everybody and I enjoy these.
1: Okay. Um, I will like to make fun of me because I don't know. I like the words like noodle and stuff. Like, noodle? Like yeah. Just
0: the way it sounds? Yeah. Noodle. I know. Do you like Google? Yeah.
1: <laughs> because
0: of the oog the goo. The... I don't
1: know, maybe. They're it's okay. just they're different, so
0: right no totally yeah she she jumped right out with one i think she said nebuchadnezzar because of the way it just sounds yeah. you know and just
1: yeah
0: what the way certain words look or sound That's
1: fine yeah it's fine i definitely like how it looks too just it flows. and it mm-hmm. all fits together because yeah. they're like curved
0: or right yeah if you pick a great font especially with noodle and what a noodle truly is. You could have a lot of fun with yeah. doing that. Um, but you don't have noodles in your food truck.
1: No. Your food
0: truck project we are doing. That
1: was one of our options, though. It was like a noodle bar with all different types of yeah. Like noodles.
0: Yeah. No, that could have that worked.
1: Yeah. But,
0: but instead, you went with?
1: Smoothies. Smoothies. Yeah.
0: OK. It, it's, I'm sure it's going to be fine.
1: I don't know. I'm having a lot of like
0: reservations Reservations, about. yeah. Well we're, Just about, everybody's we're doing about three food weeks.
1: and stuff and so I'm it's like, we're not
0: doing food. And you don't have to I mean you chose because you have yeah. we've been working on this for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have complete freedom. You know, so I don't see a lot of other smoothie trucks. So you can corner the market on that. You know, if you're in a big area and you're the only smoothie truck. You know yeah. what I mean? The market share is pretty good for you. So if there's a bunch of barbecue places like there are you know, and you went barbecue, and now you're going to have to compete with those other barbecue people. So I don't think it's a bad choice, but if your heart's not in it, I wish you would have done whatever your heart was in it.
1: Well, I really like the idea, and I still really like it. Just people tell me all their ideas, and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Why the heck did I not think of that? Because that's food, and it's a food trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, this is a fun one. On a scale of one to ten, how weird are you?
1: Oh my goodness! Ayla told me this one in band. She, she was told like, you? I, cause I, I, was begging her to tell me something, oh, I, and she was like,
0: "We decided not to. to."
1: give you t- I'll tell you this one. I was like, "I yeah. hope he does not ask me out." I oh, like I, that one. I don't. I don't know.
0: And weird is it's not a negative. It's it, how unique are you? Um, I don't
1: know. Average. But, that's right just, just, I mean I went to all these different places and so I have all those experiences that I bring into what I whatever I do like mm-hmm. then also now I'm just kind of I do what everybody else does so that's that's okay average, I guess.
0: yeah
1: what did they
0: um I don't know if she even gave me one she did' I don't remember now. You start doing these podcasts and you spend hours talking to people, it's hard to keep them straight. Yeah, I, th- I believe Callan, uh, in the first podcast, I think he broke the scale. I think he went way above ten. Of
1: course. Which makes is. sense. Yeah. You know, <laughs>
0: um, We're almost done. We're almost done. Um, what do you think is something that people seem to misunderstand about you?
1: Um...
0: I don't know. It doesn't mean it has to be like a gossipy thing, but as you meet somebody... nobody gossips about no, me. But, no, and that's fine, yeah. But, but it's like, you learn, you get to be friendly with somebody like, oh, wow, you're nothing like what I thought you were. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? What, it's, what's that like for you when somebody meets you and they say, wow, I, didn't, I, I had this other idea of what Felice was like.
1: They definitely think I'm more reserved and shy than I actually am around my friends. That's a big one. They're like, oh my gosh, you talk a lot more than I thought you would. Because in class, you're like, don't
0: say anything. Like, so when you're with friends, you're the, the chatterbox.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. See,
0: we we see that during parent-teacher conferences when we talk about kids. going, yeah. Um, oh, it might be like this if we were talking to your parent. Yeah, she's kind of quiet, you know, but she does what she needs to do. And oh, she's not quiet at home, or you know, her okay. brothers. The, you know what I mean? It's that yeah. type of thing. That uh, it just is. Uh, whatever atmosphere you're in, you know, or whatever the surroundings are, the environment, that's the word. Whatever the environment is that you're in, you you adhere to those standards. And yeah. so when you have the freedom when you're around your friends, boom, there you go. You're not as shy. Yeah. And I, w- I don't think I would have ever said you were shy. I think uh, I think it took you just a little bit of time to warm up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that doesn't mean shy, I don't think necessarily. but um. I think you're pretty comfortable in my class, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Probably helps when you have your friend by you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, I got uh, one last question. Okay. And this is the way I end all of them. If you could be the interviewer interviewing me, what would you ask?
1: I would totally ask about your acting.
0: What do you want to know about it? Everything. Oh my
1: gosh. I talked about
0: it in the podcast. It was
1: the last day, or not the last day. It was a Friday before a weekend or something, or maybe it was a Thursday or something, and I was packing up to leave and Carson, my the locker person beside me, she was like, Oh my gosh, you have to check YouTube, Mr. Ollersmeyer is in a commercial. And like I just I watched it. It was so funny to me just to see you in a different place. Do you know which commercial it was? It was this eating eating air, in the the poor man Eating in air killing. with
0: yeah. the little boy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my son. And
1: then, like, really?
0: Yeah. yeah. He would have been, like, five, maybe.
1: And then I saw the cereal one.
0: Is that your son, too? A cereal one. It's
1: like, maybe it was a one. Oh, for
0: recycling one. or something? And something's talking to me? Yeah, something yes. was talking to you. Yeah, that me. was through really Fort crazy. Wayne, through uh, one of the PR department's uh, advertising. That was about some recycling program. And I just played the, the background dad role. I think I had a couple lines in it, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but it's no. It's such yeah. a weird
1: commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah, it
0: is. I don't remember ever really seeing that one on. Um, and really, I it was. I don't watch a lot of TV. I only watch like live sports. Otherwise, I watch DVR stuff or mm-hmm. you know streaming things. But no, with it with the acting and stuff, um, you know, commercials are something fun to do. But I enjoy doing plays. You know, to really get commercials is not very challenging.
1: And you said musicals. So yeah, i mean, we, musicals. Can you sing? Well,
0: I, can I can sing. <laughs> I'm serviceable. You know, um, I'm probably a B, B plus. But Bs are good. I'm just not like amazing. You know what? That's not me. I'm more of an actor. Okay. So I think that I'm serviceable as a singer, but I think my acting is uh, why I would get cast in something if they wanted to cast me. But uh, but yeah, commercials are good. I was in a national commercial.
1: Ooh.
0: It was the General Insurance.
1: Oh, I know.
0: You know, with the little animated guy? Uh-huh. I'd never heard of him, but I got a call back for this audition and when I, I was out in Los Angeles for the summer, about five years ago, six years ago, and I went on this audition, and I got it, and uh, it was shot in a restaurant, bar, but they had to wait until they closed down, so we couldn't get there until like 11, 12 o'clock at night, till midnight. And then they had to set everything up, all these lights. We were there till like 4 or 5 in the morning. But there was a window, and they set up lights out there, and people were at tables and eating, chatting, and <laughs> drinking. And it looked like it was 3 in the afternoon. It looked so bright out there. And on film, it looks like it was shot during the day. But this was 3 in the morning that we're rolling. You know? And so that ran for one year and nationally. I was in a restaurant and with my family,
1: and ESPN
0: was on. And there's my, look, that's the commercial. And it's like the only time I really ever saw it. But um, like in Fort Wayne with the Poorman's commercials, they usually rolled those out every, that was for air conditioning, the birdhouse and my son. And then I did one for heating. And so those can still get in circulation sometime. And like every year since was, I was in the kitchen and the TV was on, <laughs> and all of a sudden I heard your voice. And I'm like, Mr. Allersmeyer? You know, and so then kids would start talking to me. I'm like, "Oh, it must be back in rotation again." Yeah. But the national one's gone now. Um, I doubt they're going to bring that one back because now they have Shack doing their commercials. Well,
1: I'm so. definitely going to look that up. Now. Yeah, it should
0: be there. Um, I probably have it in my acting reel on the on the YouTube videos and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, everybody was talking about how you were a YouTuber.
0: Well, that's different because I would record my lectures when I was doing yeah. high school, and I'd put those online, and that's what. So that's different. It's not like I was streaming or oh, yeah. twitching I mean, games or something. Yeah. yeah, so I have all those, but this one would be probably still on that channel, but just not a lecture. That makes sense. But yeah, well, did that answer your question? You said all about acting, and that would just be like I said, no one wants to listen to me. They want to listen to you. But I
1: think it's cool because you're my teacher, and you're also an actor, she's Different and it's
0: cool. Well if you think of more specific questions, you can I have ask a specific me question. Like right now?
1: Yes, right now. Are you ready?
0: My gosh, you already gave me okay. okay.
1: You I'll, can cut me off earlier I that. won't
0: cut you off, go ahead.
1: Okay. Your hand. Was it actually because you were beating somebody up in the martial arts? You, you have mean to, my hands? Yes, you we'll have to tell hands. me the truth. The bite mark?
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, in complete honesty.
1: Okay. I'm ready.
0: What did I tell you guys?
1: You said that it was like you were fighting somebody in martial arts and you grabbed him by the face, and then he bit you. He bit. Me. And then I was like, "But your other hand."
0: No, this is not. And you were as... like,
1: "Yeah, he bit me again."
0: Yeah, it's not as cool as that story was. <laughs>
1: you knew it. What, what the hell happened?
0: Uh, my dog got me.
1: That's a dog bite. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he, I had a dog bite he, he shredded up my hand like like pretty
0: good. He was a he's a rescue dog. Got about a year ago, he's a boxer mix, just the like most you're
1: lying me again. Right now? Yeah. Oh,
0: I don't don't you want an answer to your question?
1: Yes, I do. And, uh, and you're like held accountable because I am. This is nice on the record today. now. Yeah.
0: Right? We're on the record. Um and no, he uh he was abused, underweight, malnourished, and they put him in the shelter, a family got him, didn't like him, beat him again, put him back, and so then my family, the rest of my yes. kids and I. And, uh, but he's just all love. And I grew up with Goldens who are just happy. But I don't remember because I was a kid, maybe I can't think of it, but now I, I just see love in his face that he has this place. But anyway, um, I, I rushed home. I was doing a play and I had to pick up my daughter to get her downtown um, for what, January, about a month ago, a little more. And uh, he always runs to his cage and gets in there because that's where I keep him. And, but I noticed he had made a mess on the ground, and so I had to clean it. And so I said, here, Chewy, get out, Chewy, get out, get out, come on. And he just froze because he's not used to, once he's in, he's good. And now I'm getting louder because he's not doing what I want. And I put my hand in and he bit and started to shake. And so I knew that, yeah, and I put the other hand and he got me again. And I mean, I just had to wrap it in towels and drive to the clinic. He had bandaged up. Yeah, it, was, it was really bad.
1: It
0: was scary when I saw it. The yeah. person was just, like, swollen. Oh, yeah. It, it was... Yeah, and... But he was... And I can't... He was defensive. I I know it was. I wouldn't hit him. But I yeah. know that all of a sudden it triggered something into his past that he felt threatened and challenged. And I think he, he didn't know any better, if that makes sense. But he ever did that to my kids. That'd be a problem. Oh yeah. You know, but uh, but no. So it was. I felt bad for him, even though it really hurt. I couldn't do anything for several days.
1: Did you make it to the flight?
0: Uh, no, I canceled. I didn't show up. It was practice, oh, okay. so I, I called. I'm not coming in
1: today. <laughs> yeah. So I had
0: to go, and they didn't even stitch him up because they said with dog bites, I always heard that dogs' mouths are cleaner than ours. I don't know if you've ever heard but that. But
1: they have rabies. Not all of them. Well, I had to get yeah.
0: shots, but. Yeah. That's it. They didn't stitch it because they're like, "Well, dogs' mouths are so filthy, so when we don't want to stitch it up, because and trap some infection that could be down there." So they didn't even give me Advil. I had to ask for Advil. I said, "Do I get it?" So I'm sitting there for like an hour. Bleeding.
1: It was a really bad. It, it started to
0: clot, but initially, yeah. But I mean, just kind of shredded the. It's it's the palm right below my thumb on one hand, and then like pretty much right at the top of my left hand. Um. But, yeah, I just had them wrapped in towels, and I'm just sitting there, you know. And then they cleaned it and wrapped it, and that was it. I'm like, well, I could have done that, you know, (laughs) at home. But uh, good, good question. Smart use of your question.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, you got me. So happy that I got the real answer. You got the real
0: answer. Now we'll see if anybody listens to it and finds out.
1: I'm totally going to tell you. I'm going to expose you.
0: Expose it. That's no fun. Let them listen to it. Okay. And find out the answer. I know the answer, but you're going to have to listen to my podcast.
1: Have you already come out with the first one? Or?
0: We haven't posted them yet. So I'm getting a, a bank of them together, and then we'll start just dropping them. Them, not, them. Not all out. at once, just maybe a couple a week. A couple of week. So,
1: yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Thank you for doing this. Yeah. This was fun. It was. You got more comfortable, as so we got to go home. Yeah. Yeah, because your volume definitely picked up, so I appreciate
1: it. Because I realized that. Like, I don't want it to be super quiet and then hate it. I
0: would
1: agree. Yeah. So I don't want to do it again. <laughs> well, that's
0: why we were testing it, testing the mic ahead of time. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Um, so, that was this episode of the Eagle's Nest podcast with Bob Allersmeyer interviewing.
1: Felice,
0: Police, thank you so much. Uh, make sure you um, keep coming back and listening to, uh, if you have to get caught up, get caught up with the other podcasts or uh, subscribe and Get updates on when the next ones are coming. Thank you very much. Bye.